Trevor, we're clear. friends and welcome to this week's episode of the florida project the podcast where disney fans celebrate walt disney world if you like disney and you like podcasts you will probably like florida project my name is jason uh across from me that guy's name is will hello and next to will and me is michael hello um, if you'd like to support the show, get access to some awesome bonus content and hang out with us on our Patreon exclusive Slack channel. Become one of our Patreon saints at patreon.com slash DFP podcast. All of our Patreon saints get ad free versions of the podcast, as well as two extra additional shows, uh, TFP extra, extra. and Disney classics. Each week on TFP Extra, we keep the podcast train rolling with more zany fun, the airing of grievances, and a topic that may or may not be Disney-related. On the Disney Classic series, we watch and discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. Additional levels and rewards are all on the Patreon site, so sign up at patreon.com slash TFP podcast today and get more of the Florida Project. Which day? Today. Today. Like as we this record day, right now, or as they listen, yes, both. Uh, also, do us a favor, review us and rate us and subscribe us on no review and rate us on the uh, iTunes Apple things. Yeah, well said. Too. In this episode of the Florida Project, we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics. Michael will give us the latest news, and then we'll ask ten questions about the new film from Disney Animation Studios. Wish. All that and more is coming up on this week's episode of The Florida Project. It's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small, small, small topics. All right. Small topic number one. If you were in a monkey's paw situation... Would you try to beat it? And if so, what would you wish for? I think you're going to need to And to clarify what a monkey's paw situation is. That's that Simpsons episode, right? Yeah, it was the it Simpsons is, episode. No, I'm just saying. Uh, where you get a monkey's paw <laughs> and it has three fingers up and you get three wishes. And then when you make a wish, it lowers one of the fingers. Mm. But the wishes come with a consequence or a curse. Magic has a price. Yep, magic has a price. There's uh, no such thing as a free lunch. Mm. Uh, but it also comes with Frogert. What? That's good. Uh, yeah, but how good is like the best? Froyo? I was doing the Simpsons. Joke. Oh, I don't know that one. I'm yeah. just saying in general. It's not. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's the question? Would you try to beat <laughs> the monkey's paw? And if so, how would you? What would you wish for? I don't know if I'm clever enough to beat the monkey's paw. I feel like I would screw it up and actually, man, I wish I could beat this thing. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what would happen to me. Oh, but that might work. Are the yeah. like the prices of the of the wish specific to your wish? Yeah, I think if you if you don't if you like I wish I had the Home Alone house Lego set. I don't think it would like kill your grandma or something. Okay. I think it's proportional to your wish. So, like, again, Simpsons. You'd lose your house and have nowhere to display it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, that's very possible. 
Like somehow bringing it into the house, you would trip over a wire and it would catch fire to the house. <laughs> yeah. And the, everything would burn except the Lego set that you left in the car. Will's curse is extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your wish, Michael? Because <laughs> it, it would also be like, if you wished for a new cat tree for Oliver, he just doesn't use it. <laughs> yeah. Which and is it, kind uh, of his thing. Yeah. Anyway. Fact, and then he runs away because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but has a lovely life somewhere else. He's fine. Well, I guess if he's happy. He's very but happy. But it's short. In fact, I, he's happier somehow. Can huh? I check in on him somehow? No, no. That's like the, a mirror or window of some So basically, sort? <laughs> I don't want to make a wish. <laughs> Will's not wishing. Because it's just going to be terrible. Yeah. I would uh, write out my wish in very explicit detail ahead of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then speak it to the monkey's paw. You need to talk to an attorney. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need a wish it. attorney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tyler on a twinkling star. <laughs> Tyler and Salty Myers, you guys should get together and open a wish wish attorney practice. Whereas my client in don't use the word wish. Not yet. <laughs> Your honor. My client would like to uh okay, so nobody's doing it. What if you wish for all right, Will. Yeah. Let's run this through the bad wish meter. Okay. All right, I wish that they make a new uh, who's who has a lightsaber that people like? Luke Skywalker. Well, no, they already made all his. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh the the guy from the the show, the 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 guy with the beard from Ahsoka. Oh uh, yeah. Balon Scroll. Balon Scroll. Lovejoy. Well, Balon Lovejoy. <laughs> Greyjoy. Greyjoy. Lovejoy. Was Reverend the... Lovejoy from the sun. He'd have, oh, it'd be a cross guard. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. That's my wish. Balon Lovejoy's, Balon, what is his name? Balon Scroll. 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 Probably not Scroll. Light Isn't it Scroll? Skull. Skull. I don't know. So what do you want? That's you want a, I wish it? that, I wish that Disney would make one. I don't even want it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the problem is they canceled your annual pass. Oh, why? They have the right to do so at any time. <laughs> Somebody mm. accidentally deletes a row in a spreadsheet because they went to lunch too early because they went on their lunch break to get the cast member discount to buy the Balin Skull oh, lightsaber. Okay. And Jason can never go to Disney World again because that line of the spreadsheet in the database went to the band list. Ah, uh, another option would be the factory that they make it in burns down and everyone yeah. dies. But they had great insurance, and they built a better factory, a more efficient. What factory. if you say something like, "Everything's not always all bad, man." <laughs> What if you wish for something like... I think you understand the monkey's paw. Michael all, still gets to go to Disney World. All-encompassing, like, I want world peace, and no one is negatively affected in any way by this wish. Okay. Then the sun explodes. <laughs> is that too... That's negatively affected No, you had world peace, and it was a natural occurrence. The sun is also, going to bl- explode. You didn't define no one, so that could only mean people and all the animals on the planet. Oh, yes, you'll have one of those um, uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies where all the people die, but the animals take over yep. or whatever. It was that one where there was a happening. I think that's yeah. Planet of the Apes. That one, too. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen Planet of the Apes... What would be the best and worst parts of being a genie? Itty bitty living space. <laughs> Obviously, itty bitty living space is number one. Worst part is like I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear it. The shackles. 
Well, that too. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's like bracelets. Well, <laughs> I wear a watch every day. You're kind of a slave, right? Well, yeah. The work. The work. I don't want to hear your non. Like, just what do you want? You know what? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear your complaints because you screwed it up yeah. and you wished for something and you didn't think it out. Yep. Like you asked for a thousand dollars. Oh man, I should have done a billion. Well, you didn't. Yeah. You know <laughs> so, what you should have wished for first? Wish attorney. Yeah. <laughs> attorney at law. <laughs> New Disney Plus show. <laughs> Wish attorney. Oh, and they could do a crossover with She-Hulk and Daredevil. This is awesome. All right. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. Uh, the best part would be seeing the joy you put on people's faces. Yeah. When their wishes come true. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me I have it. <laughs> I'm whimsical. Will's heart just grew three sizes. <laughs> That's called myocardia. <laughs> I, what about like all the cool stuff you do to entice the person to do the wish? Like the genie and Aladdin like did all these like caricatures and dance numbers and yeah. um, fun stuff like that. He puts on a show basically for the the wish asker. Yeah, I would I would probably live a lot in the gray area because I doubt that's in the wish the genie handbook that you can like put on a lavish parade just because. Well, there's precedent. Well, see, I think that would be a negative too, because you gotta do that every time. You don't have now. to do it every time. But people expect But that was for that- him. That wasn't for Aladdin. Okay. But if people start expecting you to put on a show every single this is my job. Yeah. Like I'm not always. I'm here at work. If I wasn't getting not paid for this, well, the lamp rubber's not going to care. He just cares about like what his wish is. Yeah, I don't. I I don't (laughs) think we can use that term anymore. Lamp rubber. (laughs) Michael's going to get canceled. I don't. In fact, I've never heard that (laughs) before. But it sounds offensive. Uh, Will stop being such a lamp rubber. The the wisher, perhaps. Yeah, that's better. All right, and finally, what is more potent, a Christmas wish or a wish upon a star? Is it the Christmas star? Oh, oh that's yeah. the most potent of all. I we can say, all agree on that one. Yeah, so but take that one aside. Yeah, this yeah. is like your first star of the night. Starlight, star bright. Yeah. I would say the wish star would be more potent than the Christmas wish. Yeah. Because you can like, become sentient with a wish upon a star like Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. But a Christmas wish is more, you know, I hope my kids have a good year. Oh. Sort of wish. Uh, Amy Grant, she, she had a good Christmas wish. <laughs> What's this? There's that song. No more yeah. lives torn apart. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> I hope her Christmas wish is in a monkey paw situation. Yeah. Well, not everyone is. I mean, yeah. you know, 
I would go with the Christmas wish. Yeah. Because it feels like it's a more magical season altogether. Mm-hmm. You're wishing on July 1st. Or like a Thursday in August. Like, yeah. Tuesday in August. Even if you're like on the beach, it's still hot and sticky yeah. out there when the stars come out. Like, There's yeah. no like glitter and chimes. Nah. You can even be on that same beach and it starts snowing at yeah. Christmas time. Because it can. What could if you wished for it to snow? Well, no, you didn't even have to. That's the thing. That's how these things work on movies. <laughs> you don't have shows. to because of climate change. Am I right? Well, that's true. It's just going to start snowing was, in August. I was, um, gosh, I don't remember what day it was. I, last weekend sometime. doesn't matter. Uh, I was flipping around and Golden Girls was on. So obviously, huh. I, you know, so we'll stop here for a minute. Yep. And it was a Christmas episode, which I, I've seen all the Golden Girls before. But it was one where they all were going to go to their separate families for Christmas, and then all their flights got canceled. And oh, yeah, they all yeah. ended up at this diner, and they let the diner guy go home to be with his family for a while. They took over the diner for a few minutes, and then it started snowing outside oh. in Miami. In Miami? You know why? Christmas wish. Christmas wish, yeah. There you go. That is not just Hollywood. When I was a kid in South Florida, it snowed. <gasps> there you go. I was going to ask. So but only at Christmas time, right? When, when we I were at Thanksgiving, at I was going to ask if it's ever snowed down here, and I stopped myself from doing it because I was like, that's a dumb question. <laughs> of course it hasn't snowed I don't down want to sound, I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't as far south as Miami, but in Palm Beach. Yeah. In around 1980-ish, uh-huh. it oh, snowed. Year. It was right. a dusting, You're but welcome. it snowed. Still, <laughs> that was announcing my arrival into the world, I think. Ooh. No, the uh, hey, you know, I saw that one time going to Disney World. There was ice on the Welcome to Florida sign, and there was ice on the road there, like icicles. And it was like, oh, this looks dangerous. Was that for our wedding? No, it was fine down there. This was for one of those race weekends, uh, and it was like, oh, this is not a good sign. <laughs> Have fun running. <laughs> it was cold, and that's it for small topics. Oh, my answer is it depends on what movie you're in. Wow, <laughs> boo. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> but it's really Christmas wish. Yeah, that because that's the answer. The the nose. Michael, change your answer. To Not Christmas everyone wish. celebrates Christmas. They should be able to have a wish too. Oh, well, there could be Hanukkah wishes. I don't know. I see it as the Christmas season. Yeah, a winter wish. Holiday is upon us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Those are some magical small topics. News. Here are three news items to discuss this week about Walt Disney World. Number one, the Hatbox Ghost finally materializes at Walt Disney World. <clears throat> so, announced in September of 2022, the iconic Hatbox Ghost has been unveiled in the Haunted Mansion at the Magic Kingdom. Disney says, quote, materializing next to the endless hallway, the Hatbox Ghost emerges through a cobalt blue glass pane door under the cloak of night. Traces of muddy footprints mark his path as he arranges his cart of hat boxes and luggage. How many hat boxes does he have? I don't know. I mean, it's in his name. I mean, if you have more than one, that seems excessive. Nah. Rose Tyler had... Is that her name? Who? On Titanic? Nope. Rose... Rose Tyler was on Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Which also started on Disney Plus last weekend. I don't think she had a lot of hat boxes. Lit by the moon and the warm glow of a dim lantern, guests come face-to-face with the hatbox ghost, grimly grinning as he takes fiendish delight in unnerving visitors with his heady parlor trick, end quote. The animatronics location near the Endless Hallway scene is a different location from its counterpart in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion attic, which fits with the original storyline of the attraction. 
i.e. the happy haunts don't materialize until after Madame Leota. Imagineer Daniel Joseph has clarified that the Hackbox Ghost is an unhappy haunt, <laughs> unlike the 998 other spirits. Shut up, nerds. <laughs> and as Just a re- shut up. And as a result, can somehow show up wherever and whenever he pleases. No sympathetic vibrations are needed. So this is also more in line with his role in the 2023 film based on the attraction. Like, the Hatbox Ghost was, like, the big evil. Yeah. Well, they talked about this at D23, too, right? Like, or whatever that was last time. Where he doesn't count as the thousandth ghost. Yeah. Because, because whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, it could also be, yeah, he's he's at that spot because that's how we, where we had space for him. That's where we had the plug. The plug was there. <laughs> we we couldn't, you know, cheap heck, we couldn't run any new uh, power lines. We're using the same extension cords from 71. Okay, <laughs> yeah. guys. It goes Somebody it goes. ripped that, uh, the ground plug right out mm-hmm. of it. So I'm not sure if this is true, but I read that there, there is a reason why he's there, and it does come down to money. Apparently, the spot that it is in Disneyland at the Magic Kingdom, that spot doesn't have the structural support to support the Hatbox Ghost, and it would have been really expensive to like fix Tear that it out and then put it in. Yeah, they yeah. Would have had to close the attraction for. They a could do period. another Frozen Yeti thing. Just have him not do anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does this guy do? What well, at Disneyland? Well, he does he even move? Uh, yeah, he does. Or does his face just? I think he moves project. a little. Yeah, I can't remember. I've only seen. Well, him at actually, Disneyland. I've never seen him because every time I've been to Disneyland, he wasn't there. Yeah, you could make that yeah. with chicken wire and paper mache. Well, they probably did. <laughs> just saying. But so, it's got a giant car battery, though. <laughs> so, if you're wondering who and what this Hatbox Ghost is, it was originally conceptualized as part of the Haunted Mansion attraction in Disneyland before it opened in 1969. Created by Disney Imagineers, including the legendary Yale Gracie and Harriet Burns, the character was meant to be one of the mansion's 999 happy haunts. The ghost was an elderly figure holding a cane in one hand and a hat box in the other. And the gimmick was that his head would vanish atop his shoulders and reappear inside the box. And the hat box ghost was initially placed in the attic scene of Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, just near the bride character. However, the illusion of the disappearing and reappearing head was only partially convincing due to the proximity of the animatronic to the ride vehicles and the ambient lighting in the area. As a result, the figure was removed shortly after the attraction's debut, becoming something of a legend among Disney enthusiasts. As time passed, the legend of the Hatbox Ghost grew. While he was only briefly present at the attraction, early promotional materials featured the character fueling the mystery surrounding him. In 2015, after much speculation and fan anticipation... Disney announced that the Hatbox Ghost would return to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Modern technological advances made it possible for the illusion of the disappearing head to be more convincingly executed. And he was reintroduced to the attraction just in time for the Haunted Mansion's 60th anniversary, and he has been a fixture there ever since. Except apparently during the um, Haunted Holiday or whatever, Mm. re-theme. According to the WW Magic... Wait, what? They take him out during that? I think so. Or you know, put a big, I don't remember. So now when I said that a few minutes ago that I haven't seen him, I started second guessing myself that he might've been in there even with haunted holiday. I don't know. Google's going to know. Um, do you know what I like to think happened one time? Somebody went to Disneyland when the hat box ghost was there, saw it and was really excited about it. And 20 years later, was excited to bring his kids down and was like hyping up the Hatbox ghost, but then the Hatbox ghost wasn't there. So the guy was like, oh, maybe that was a real ghost that I saw. Uh, yeah. And then he was 
uh, haunted by the thought of real ghosts and so he willed the hatbox ghost ghost into mm-hmm. existence <laughs> transition from that <laughs> well I, according to this horrible website that has horrible formatting <laughs> and it keeps scrolling me back up due to ads yep disney.fandom.com slash wiki which I have used before but now that this site is worthless and I hate you mm-hmm. he is in Haunted Holiday oh okay so I guess I have seen him in 2016 and so have you oh, yeah well we saw him well I mean the Haunted Holiday specifically yeah because yeah, you were there around the same time mm-hmm. before or after yeah it was like a week or two before you right? yeah well, no need to brag no I'm not <laughs> brag <laughs> <Weird> flex bro <laughs> So according to WW Magic, the addition of the Hatbox Ghost is likely the last piece in a series of upgrades at Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, which have included an updated Madame Leota figure, the return of the Muttley figure in the graveyard, updated load and unload belts, refreshed lighting in the stretch room, and the addition of the Candleman figure in the attic. So, so I've seen now that. they're going to start working on Spaceship Earth. They have, actually. Really? What? Yes, the Rome scene has some of the effects added back. I read that article this morning. And that's a stretch <laughs> if I've ever heard one for a they, uh, anyway, I, I don't want to I don't want to be a negative person. <laughs> they brought some stuff back. They put some scotch tape. What on. do they do? <laughs> they they made it look like it sh- the water's shimmering now by putting plastic over it. Oh. That's not all they did. They added the lights for the That's all I read. The candle <laughs> firelight along the pathway and the <laughs> The cauldrons have um, <laughs> mist coming out of them again because that wasn't working. The misty cauldrons. <laughs> it literally is all I read. <laughs> all right, I, Will. Because then I started working. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. Will read it. No, there was a whole article about it. I read the first paragraph. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I'm dreaming for the day when Spaceship Earth has finally yeah. lives up to its potential of what it used to be. <laughs> Speaking of dreams, number two, Dreamers Point and World Celebration Gardens about to open at Epcot. Disney has announced that in celebration of Walt Disney's birthday on December 5th, which is in a couple days as we record, guests visiting Epcot will be able to visit Dreamers Point in World Celebration Neighborhood, which includes a new statue of Walt Disney. The Walt the Dreamer statue represents Walt later in his life when he was dreaming up the overall Florida project and the experimental prototype Community of Tomorrow, or Epcot. Or City of Tomorrow. Or City of Tomorrow, yeah. Didn't he say it both ways in different presentations? That sounds familiar, yeah. I feel like, I think he said City and then they started using Community. Mm. And maybe when they really, and he probably even signed, I don't know this to be true. Yeah. They're like, Community sounds better. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) So he sits with a sense of fulfillment, enjoying the beauty of his realized dream, a park that represents pure optimism and truly celebrates the magic of possibility. This new statue of Walt is part of World Celebration Gardens, where Disney says guests will be able to relax, unwind, and connect to Epcot, to nature, and to each other. Each of the gardens found in the center of World Celebration, including Dreamers Point, will connect back to the areas surrounding them, drawing on the architectural legacy of Epcot, modern lighting elements, and a variety of natural textures. December 5th will also see the debut of the new Epcot nighttime spectacular, Luminous. Wait, isn't it colon something? This harmony of us or something? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, I, just, I didn't know that part. I just wrote luminous. I know. I saw, I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't know that part. What? That the is? second, the luminous uh, debut. If I did know that, I forgot. Yeah, you're going to have a lot to, uh, we should do a trip review when you come back from your trip. Okay. You'll have a lot to say. 
I'll have so much to say. <laughs> Do I get to go sit next to Walt and go, yeah, this is pretty nice. Yeah, you should have a spe- your picture taken you should, next to him. With a sense of fulfillment, enjoying the beauty of his realized dream. That's a bit much. Yeah, look toward, look out as he's looking out. Yeah. It's not get a, your parents to take a picture of it. This wasn't his dream, just for the record, but okay. But the optimism was his dream. Optimism, sure. Yeah. I'm excited. You know why. Open the walls will be <laughs> I still bet there are going to be like quite a few. Something's going to be blocked off that's going to irritate me. Guaranteed. Well, with that attitude. Yep. Exactly. You might want to go somewhere you're not supposed to go. Yeah. Mm. Maybe to go grab something to eat. Speaking of something to eat, number three, blue ribbon corn dogs come to Disney's boardwalk. Can I, can I just tell you that I'm enjoying this? Is might be my favorite news segment of all time. The corn dog, like three in a row. Like oh, they've yeah. all been things I'm really interested yeah. in. So the to go kiosk on Disney's Boardwalk has been updated with a new snack option: the fan favorite blue ribbon corn dogs from Disneyland Resorts Downtown Disney. <clears throat> Opening in 2024, this new location will have some favorites from Disneyland Resort as well as some brand new ones exclusive to Disney's Boardwalk, including a Mexican street corn dog. I'm interested in this. A pickle dog. Not interested in that. I'll try it. I saw the picture. The, the hot dog is inside the pickle, which is then covered in bread. I thought, so is it like core? The pickle is cored out. That's what the picture looked like. The hot dog was. And then the in. hot dog is slipped into the pickle. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. Why do you guys say it like that? <laughs> Why you got to make it weird? <laughs> so it would be interesting to try. Um, uh, I would try a bite of somebody else's. I'm not buying that. I'll get it. I'm not risking it. <laughs> if I can have some more of yours, if it's not good. We'll see. I'll so, get two. You can't share. I'll a, get two of the regular corn You can't dog. share a corn dog for You can't. Small. It's like sharing an ice cream mm-hmm. or a popsicle. You got to be married. It's gross. Or <laughs> I won't even do that. Well, it's because you're selfish. No, I'll give Michael the ice cream. About corn dogs. Yeah. Well, no. I would share a corn dog. I, don't like I would share dogs, a corn so. dog more than something you have to lick. That's one of the reasons you and Michael are together. So... He doesn't like corn dogs. Oh. I don't like popsicles. There you go. I love popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> there will also be lemonades and cotton candy there, but I'm sure the corn dogs will be the main. Yeah. I don't know if those are the only corn dogs or, or those are just two of the. I'm going to go look up a picture. Corn dogs. <laughs> it's pickle corn dog. I don't What's think it's it called happened again? yet. The blue ribbon corn dog. What's at Disneyland? Yeah. The pickle dog? Yeah, there's a picture of it on oh. somewhere where I looked. The addition of blue ribbon corn dogs come alongside. Oh, so, so <laughs> <laughs> Will just clutched his pearls. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Post that in the Slack, right? The, the With pic- no, <laughs> no context. Describe it for our listeners. What you're you saying. did. I mean, yeah. you know, you... the hot dog is inside the pickle. <laughs> so the addition of blue ribbon corn dogs comes alongside several changes at Disney's Boardwalk, including the new cake bake shop, the Boardwalk Deli, and updates to the resort's lobby area. When did you say this is happening again? In 2024. The kiosk is currently uh, blocked by shrubbery. So I could uh, try one of these in Disneyland is what you're saying. Yeah. Apparently when it's at the downtown Disney section. Oh, uh, it's not the, the corn dog cart. No. No, this is a separate company. These are like specialty corn dogs. Oh, okay. I'm less, now in the Slack I'm less channel. excited about that. For all of our Patreon saints, you're going to have a very big surprise. The, Mex- the Mexican corn dog I thought looked really good. I, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a fun news story. But those corn dogs on Main Street are also really good. And that was a really good segment of news this week, if I do say so myself. You don't have to, because I'm going to tell you. That was some good news, Michael. 
And sadly, that is it for news. I already said it was some good news, Michael. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say it. In fact, it was great news. Was. Everything was great yep. about that. Except the Walt's dream thing. I still, I just, <laughs> it's not what he wanted for Epcot. I, I'm just saying. See, those, the hole in that pickle needs to be bigger. And the hot dog needs to be like a Costco hot dog. Like a big, fat one. Yeah, because the pickle to hot dog ratio is way. I like if you're gonna eat if you're gonna eat that pickle, it needs to just be a pickle. Yeah, like because that's your yeah that's your snack. You're not tasting that hot dog. No, the hot dog is barely counting here. Yeah, it looks like so. For those of you listening, (laughs) and if you want to join the Slack channel, this would be a really yeah. This would be the perfect time to do it. But for those of you listening, it's like a. The ratio is like a fried egg, like a sunny side up yeah, egg. Uh, that's perfect. where the white yeah. is the pickle. Yeah. And then the yolk is the hot dog. And we need to, it needs to be, uh, uh, it needs to be like one of those like long way sliced pickles. I don't know. I can't say it right, but you know, like the long, like lengthwise sliced pickle and then wrapped around. That's what I would say. A couple of, a couple of those. Oh, I think that would do better. Like a sandwich stacker? Yeah, that's a sandwich pickle, yeah. but wrapped around maybe two of them or three of them. Oh, yeah, the, I could see that. Hot dog, because this is just too much. Yeah. This, I mean, it's it looks like a cucumber, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, that's too much. Maybe it's... It's inappropriate. Maybe it's good. I, I don't know. I, it could be good. Because Probably not, because I think the, the size of the, if you, You're not... Nobody can see. This is not a visual <laughs> podcast, but also... That is a tiny hot dog, unless this is somebody's, unless this is a small hand in this picture too. No, look it, it looks like a, it looks like a, a grocery store hot dog. I think it looks like a cocktail wiener. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just saying it's small. Today's topic is ten questions about wish. 2023. And let me tell you this. Uh, Googling this movie is a little difficult. It's tough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. One word titles. Yeah. If you do wish, there's a lot of stuff for wish. Disney's wish. Disney wish. There's a cruise ship. You get in a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. It's a Disney's wish movie. It was probably what Frozen was Googling Frozen was like before Frozen became a thing. Yeah. Because it was just another word. Yeah. But now I'm sure if you Google fro- just the word Frozen, I'm sure you see that Disney's Frozen all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Tangled too. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that one of the reasons they called it Tangled? They didn't want to call it Rapunzel. They didn't want to call it Rapunzel. They thought, that's the, they thought boys want to go see it yeah. if it was called oh. Rapunzel. That's, is you, that, know, you know those boys. <laughs> confirmed or I don't know. Legends. I don't know. Anyway. Well, it doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> so we saw the newest uh, Disney movie, Wish 2023. Yeah. And um, as we do here on the podcast. I've prepared 10 questions uh, to talk about the movie. So we're going to dive right in with spoilers, uh, spoilers from the beginning. So if you haven't seen it uh, and you don't want to know what happens, uh, tune out now. You had a great news segment. I'll yeah. tell you that right Thanks now. Thanks for listening. We'll and see the you Small topics were also entertaining to me. Yeah. So I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Go, go watch wish and then come back and listen to the rest of yeah. that. All right. Uh, so here we go. Spoilers from here on out. Uh, small question number one. So Chris Pine started an island nation. Say his name. Magnifico. Okay. Uh, and his thing is, 
you give him your wish, your heart's desire. When you turn 18. When you turn 18, he de-wishes you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he keeps it safe. You forget about your wish. He keeps your your wish like in his aviary, wish aviary. Mm-hmm. You remember you don't remember the wish, but you remember that you had a wish. Yeah. And then one day he might grant it. Because you have the hope that your wish might get granted. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to like be sad that you're not fulfilling your wishes. Right. Or something. Yeah. Well, you don't know. We'll get into that. You just don't remember that particular wish. The the biggest wish your heart can make, I suppose. Yeah. Something like that. Which also some of those people, but whatever. I mean, just. All right. So. Dream big. That's the background. (laughs) So you give your wish to this guy when you're 18 and return for citizenship on his island. Magnifico. Eventually, he may grant your wish, but it could be decades later. If your wish was granted today, what do you think your 18-year-old self wished for, and would you like it? (laughs) So, if we go with what the movie surmises, you should have an old soul, right? And it's like your greatest desire like as Mm -hmm. a person, you know? Like to see world peace or some nonsense. No, what did 18-year-old wish for? But I was just, I was prefacing that. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good question. So when I was younger, I had I wanted to um have I wanted to uh publish a political magazine. So if that wish got granted today, I don't think this is the time to get into the print magazine business. No, I don't think so. Um or no, this is a photo. I wanted to be a photojournalist, something like that. So it's still probably print. Yeah. Oops. So no. <laughs> no. I wouldn't I wouldn't want my wish. What about you, Michael? So I'm gonna get real a little bit. Okay. Okay. So my wish when I was 18 was I wanted to find love, but yeah. I was gay and it wasn't as accepted back then. <laughs> and so it was a wish because I didn't think it would ever happen. Um but it did. And so I think it still would. Oh, that's but good. <laughs> so you would like your wish to come true. Yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> I mean, lovely. I don't know. I want, I want to be an I ast- love you too. I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> that's the only thing I can remember, at least. I, I, I think we should just. Ooh, <laughs> or maybe I got another one. Go ahead. Maybe can you follow that one? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm not going to try. I want a nice car. <laughs> um, I also like to pretend that I was on uh, a uh, starship, a Federation starship, and uh, was always kind of bummed that I that would never happen for me. So I probably or I could have wished to be in like a Star Trek type of future. You can't make mm. it. You can't hack it at the academy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You can Quantum make it onto that Enterprise D where mechanics. they just let anybody on there. That's <laughs> <I mean, laughs> true. Yeah, you the cruise a ship. Civilian. Now, I did want to go to space, and I still want to go to space. But I'm not paying crazy person to go to space. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Your wish. That's a good wish. Yeah. yeah. But one of the, that was one of the true wishes. True love, et cetera. <laughs> one of the um, citizens of Rosas wished to be in space, and yeah. you saw them floating in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Should have wished for a space suit. <laughs> So I'm holding this uh, Funko Pop of Magnifico. Magnifico. And I just realized his eyes are super blue, like Chris Pines. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> cool. Or at least... They don't my, often do the no, eyes. No, usually the eyes are black, but 
Um, I noticed that they were a nice blue. <laughs> so, nice. Anyway. All right. Question two. This was Disney's big 100 year anniversary movie, and it was supposed to allude to all the other movies in the Disney animated classics collection. What Easter eggs did you notice? And did you have any favorites? So I didn't notice one? all of them. No, uh, I didn't notice I all mean, of them. There. Th- there are some good articles. Mm-hmm. I really noticed the run they did with the uh, with the Mary Poppins and like the three wishes in a row yeah. or whatever. Those are the ones where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they hit you over the head with it too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I, I mean, totally. Yes, I totally got it. You're the flying whole time. like Peter Pan. I got. I got it. God. So but Michael like pointed Poppins out a good one, one to me. The poison apple. The poison apple. Yeah. All right, explain yeah. that one again. I may have missed so that one when again. He's doing the magic when he finally takes the book out. I think, and he's doing the. He curse. goes into the evil magic pit. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use the book. I'm totally gonna use the book. <laughs> yeah. There's like his like little laboratory or whatever. There's like an apple hanging that has like the skull face on it and like the dripping. It looks like the apple from Snow White, uh, yeah, essentially. Okay. Yeah. That, oh, and that, that evil magic pit was kind of like where it, Jafar's magic pit was. He had an yeah. evil and magic the evil pitch. evil queen too, mm-hmm. right? Like she went downstairs. Oh, did she? Before yeah. she turned into the hag. Right? Evil magic yeah. goes in the basement. Can we can we say hag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You can say hag. Yeah. There will be weeks worth of storylines about it on Real Housewives of New York. Okay. You call somebody a hack. I mean, obviously, I, cackling I, I, hack. Obviously, I saw the 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 Mickey firework at the end. Yep. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and he the, was drawing a Mickey ear. It's, somebody was drawing yeah, a Mickey yeah. ear that also looked like the Disneyland Paris yeah, 30th, 30th anniversary. anniversary and logo. the twinkle, the the Tinkerbell over the castle thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. After that. Yeah. Um. And then we re- so we read in an article that uh, her crew. There were seven of them. Each of their first names began with the same letter as one of the dwarves. And the character had uh, the same sort of quality. And as characteristic. The so like, like sleepy yeah. or dopey or bashful or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the doc I didn't was pick a bit up of on a stretch. That. What yeah, was the she doc had word? glasses. Uh, <laughs> and wasn't, you know, dumb. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Well, he wasn't really a doctor I know, either. I know. He had glasses and wasn't we don't, dumb. You do not know that he didn't go to medical school, first <laughs> That's of true, all. I don't. Well, you don't know that she didn't go to medical school. I'm pretty sure. Because <gasps> well, that was her wish, maybe. I don't know what... We didn't no, talk about their wish. Well, they didn't know their wishes. Yeah, just that one guy became I a feel knight. like that was a missed opportunity for everybody to finally, when they got their wishes back, spoiler, they would be like, oh, yeah. I don't know, we should say it, maybe. Yeah, there was a... We'll talk about it a little bit. But, yeah. Um, I noticed all the animal references. Uh, oh, yeah, I, noticed, I, noticed I don't know the if it was all of them. One. I noticed a lot of them. Yeah. Like, oh. Their names, like the bear was John. And um, mm. I assumed the talking mushrooms were an Alice in Wonderland thing. Um, oh yeah, I guess so. You see, I had a vague thought of that, but I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland in so long. Anything I assume that looks weird to me, <laughs> I always assume it's Alice in Wonderland. I just felt terrible for those mushrooms because they're like just stuck there and sentient. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds like at me, least the animals can you know roam around and talk. Well, it reminded me a lot when Elsa accidentally sneezed life into existence. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, just well, whatever, and don't, well, doesn't take any responsibility for it. There's my boogers. Yep. Oh well, snowgies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot more apparently that you know. Yeah, a lot of references. Hopefully, new rock stars will do a, 
a break. Yeah, this would be amazing for new rock stars to do. Maybe once it comes out. I don't know if they like Disney that much, though. Someone will do a good breakdown once this comes out on uh, home release. Disney, Disney, obviously, they do all the breakdown or all the stuff for Marvel and Star Wars. But, um, I will say this though. Honestly, my favorite Easter egg was all of the characters in the um, in the stars, like drawn in the star. Dust. Oh, thing in the credits. In the end credits. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And it took me an embarrassingly long time to realize that it was going in order. Uh, <laughs> we're talking like like well after the Renaissance. Oh no, really? Um it took me it, to like I think it was it it was like around Home on the Range. Oh no. <laughs> Chicken Little before I picked up on Forgive it. me, but bless your heart. I know. I mean, I just, <laughs> no, that's definitely bless your heart. Because by the early late sixties, I was going, All right, they're gonna have to skip some because there's yeah. no way they're gonna have I was like, they ain't doing black cauldron. There is no way they're gonna no. do black cauldron because they forget about it. And then they did a few that uh Alex and I saw it. I had to look up one of them. Or which one? The, la- the last one. Big Hero Six. Strange World. I assume oh, it's Strange the World. Blob, the blob, yeah. blob yeah. thing. I'm like, I have nothing. And then the Big Hero Six villain one threw me for a second. It was 2000s because it was um, Treasure Planet. And then the dinosaur Atlantis, right? Oh, yeah. Dinosaur, dinosaur, dinosaur was on in there. there. Yeah. And and again, I only that's reckon- when I was like, oh, they're going in order. <laughs> I only recognize that from Countdown to Extinction. And Fantasia <laughs> 2000 was in there. Oh, was it? As well as Fantasia, yeah. It was like the what Flam- did they have for those? Flamingo with the yo-yo. Oh, what was that? That was segment. Yeah. What about Fantasia? I think it was the Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, I must have yeah. just missed that. Yeah. yeah. It was that like- was that got me to stick around for the credits. I'll tell you. And what was funny is by that point, people were coming in for the next screening of the Beyonce movie. <laughs> and it was just weird, yeah. the mixture of people here and like trying to find their seats. I'm like, it's not even over. Yeah. Like, Get out of here. Did you I mean, know, I know you're excited. But. Did you know there was an end credit thing? Or you, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. So we by the time we stuck around that long, I'm like, well, I want to see what they skip because yeah. I, I know a few they'll skip. Um but I wanted to say, I'm like, well, let's see if they do anything. And then they did. It was nice. Yeah. It was the rescue. They skipped the rescuers, Black Cauldron. And what was the third one? Rescuers Down Under. No, there was another one. But then the other one is. Because they didn't do sequels. They just did one. Oh, yeah. They only yeah. did, fr- they uh, didn't do Frozen the third two. one? Um, you had it. Uh, give me a second. This is the rescuers, Black Cauldron, and Meet the Robinsons. Those are the ones they skipped. Right. Oh, okay. And the only thing I know about Meet the Robinsons is they had that guy on the race course <laughs> this last uh, race. The, mime, the evil I, mime guy? I didn't know who it was. <laughs> Question three. The animation style was the same style Disney created for the short Paper Man that blends 2D and 3D animation. Do you like the style? And would you like to see it in, in future movies? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah. Especially when I sat there and just... So there were times where I wasn't fully enthralled in the movie. <laughs> You're enjoying the, the scenery? the art was beautiful, especially the forest scenes with all the animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And Asha was gorgeous, like her hair, especially and everything too. Yeah. I love the way it, fl- it, lo- it was such a good blending of 2d and 3d. I was, I just really, really liked it. Yeah. It, it, I often noticed that it looked like I was looking at a piece of paper. Like there was like mm-hmm. texture to it, yeah. uh, to the animation or to the background, at least that it looked like you're just looking at a piece of drawing. Yeah, it was just moving around. It was different. Yeah. Yeah. Paperman is probably is one of my favorite of the shorts. And it's because of that. Like I, I just love that style. Um it, it melded so well. Yeah. And the colors were vibrant, but not crazy. Like it just it was beautiful. Yeah. 
and Asha was beautiful. All the characters were well done, and mm-hmm. they still had that sense of animation too. Yeah. yeah, but not to be full, you know, like Pixar 3D. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was something to it that still had that charm of the Disney, yeah. classic Disney animation. It connected. It did. Current with past. It was beautiful, and I, I, I hope they do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I didn't like the fact that Asha's hair always fell in front of her shoulder. Um. Uh, no matter which way the wind was blowing. That was intentional. She huh? works hard on that. <laughs> well, even when the wind was blowing, it was blowing in front of her. Maybe it was her wish. Oh, maybe. She didn't give away her wish. No. There you go. She didn't? She wasn't 18 yet? I don't I think so. No, it was coming up. They said that at one point. Yeah. Because the big guy was the only one that had given yeah, away their he wish. He was her her grandfather. I forget what it, like, they kept calling him something. I don't know. It was grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was turning a hundred soon. And then there was a line like, Oh, and then it's your birth. Your, your 18th birthday. Well, in a couple of months, hmm. they mentioned that at one point. All right. Probably for this kind of question. Is it? What would you wish? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question four: national treasure. Ariana DeBose plays Asha an inspiring sorcerer's apprentice. While not a princess. Do you our newest Disney princess? Well, do you? I <laughs> do you li- like our newest Disney princess? I like that she was just a villager. Or like she was just yeah. a, and she wasn't, she didn't have any superpowers or like she was just. Until the end. <laughs> well, yeah, she was gifted some yeah. power. <laughs> Every <laughs> Disney princess has some sort of superpower at the end. No. But she Except was, Cinderella and Snow White, they just kind of do whatever. Yeah. But like you said, she wasn't aristocracy. Like there, she, yeah. it wasn't. She was just a regular person, like Ray. Yeah, until she wasn't. Yeah, and then it was so weird at the end when, like, that guy sang "When You Wish Upon a Star," and then Asha came up and he was like, "What's your name?" And she was like, "Asha," and he goes, "What's your last name?" <laughs> <laughs> Asha Disney. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, what's the overall question again? Do we like her? Do you like yeah. her? What do you think? I Ariana like DeBose, amazing. I love her. I want her in everything all the time. Yeah, maybe. and I, uh, not I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but I would watch this character in anything else just because I love her so much. And yeah. she's her voice is so beautiful. Yes, and she's just so excited. Like she just seems happy to be there wherever she is all the time. Love it. It was in her voice was enthralling. Yeah. Like it was just um it it, it evoked a lot of other Disney princess voices, mm-hmm. you know, just charming and beautiful and well, I liked her a whole lot too as the everyman, like Michael was saying. Yeah. Like she doesn't have to have the magical she didn't like learn magical powers. I mean, she still screwed it up at the end, even with her <laughs> I broke the stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're a fan of Ariana DeBose, uh, now you should Check out her Academy Award-winning performance in West Side Story. Mm-hmm. She's also the bullet in the Hamilton that's on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. She's the girlfriend in The Prom mm-hmm. on Netflix, which is also good. Oh. Um, I was like, I don't know what that is at all. <laughs> it was a, it's a musical. Um, <clears throat> but uh, going back to what you said about her voice really like reminded you of some of the older Disney yeah. characters. Like uh, A lot of them, a lot of the iconic ones... Um, have like a theater, oops, have like a theater background. So, and she has a theater background too. Yeah. So, um, I think that world, the theater world, translates really well into Disney, whether it's yeah. singing mm-hmm. or writing or yeah. music or whatever. Adele Dazim. 
Adele is English. <laughs> like, so um, I think it's, see, it's a funny that I want to compare it this way, but um, Halle Bailey, mm-hmm. she only spoke like for, you know, a quarter of the movie, but she also has that kind of voice hearing her and other things like even yeah. the trailer for the color purple. It's just, yeah. she's got a beautiful voice yeah. singing yeah. and like speaking. So I, I can, you know, it just reminded me of her a little bit yeah. too. I'm excited for the color purple. Yeah, I want to watch that. I liked uh, also with Asha. I liked there was like a the best way I can describe it. There was like a Anna quality to her, mm. where she was like clum- yeah. clumsy mm. and she Go was on. <laughs> earnest. 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 She could earnest. be silly. Um, mm-hmm. She could be brave. Like yeah, she had like a lot of qualities. That She's just the best, right? Well rounded. Like yeah, she didn't have like one character trait that yeah. defined who That's she was. That's true. She was the most well rounded character in this movie. Yeah. By far. Um, and that's what I'll say. <laughs> uh, another Easter egg that was in that article was when she went out to the forest. She was wearing a blue co- cloak with a pink bow on it, mm-hmm. which is what the fairy godmother wore ah. in Cinderella. Yep. Yeah. I noticed that. I think this was an Easter egg. When she transformed into... With her new dress at the end, when she got the magic wand or whatever, uh-huh. she did like the move that Cinderella did when she. Oh, did she? Yeah, uh, that's what it looked like to me. I, I assume it was intentional. But. The late, I think the lady with the wish to make the best dress or whatever was making the sleeping beauty. Yeah. Oh, dress. That, I did pick up yeah. on that. Yes, and I was like, that was when I. Got, oh wait, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> I guess the wishes were the, the wishes. <laughs> Were the Easter eggs that were there for me and you, Will? Yeah. <laughs> like the dumb people. Oh. Oh. And then the other ones, the real ones were in well, for I, Michael. I'll tell you. When I saw the wish of the lady flying, I'm like, that's a stupid wish. <laughs> like everybody else has these deep wishes or something. She's like, I'm going to fly. Gonna fly. Like, and she had a blue dress. Yeah. I was like, oh. And oh, oh yeah. And somebody wished for a nanny. Hey, that's like Mary Poppins. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. Oh, and the grandfather, wasn't he playing some kind of loot like the the chicken or whatever from Robin Hood? Robin Hood. Sure. Uh, I think that was a banjo. What? Or no, maybe it was a... They didn't have oh, banjos and I don't know. But they, don't, they don't have singing roosters. and I don't know what it was. Never mind. But yeah, it was something was similar. <laughs> I did enjoy seeing Robin Hood, though, in the credits. Yeah. And the bear's name was John, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Alex told me that. She picked up on other things that I... Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ariana DeBose had a huge crew of sidekicks. There were her seven friends, Star, the Goat, the Queen, and you could probably count her mom and grandpa as part of her crew. What did you think of the supporting cast? The Goat had a name, Valentino. Yes. I just want to say that's the only name I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't of, know out any of everything. Other names. And I only know that because the trailer, I thought he was funny. Yeah. I'm a, I was disappointed in the goat. Yeah. He was not the funniest thing in this movie. I no. think the the star might have been the funniest thing in the movie. When yeah. Michael said, loves the star. I, the star, he said, don't don't be uh, don't be conspicuous, and he put a little mustache on <laughs> and creep next. Yeah. I was like, okay, if I'm gonna love this movie, this is it. This right is here. the reason you're not gonna beat this. The Asha Funko Pop comes with a little star. Nice. Yeah, Michael's loved the um, the star since it first showed up, and it like was flying turning. off, and then it does the thing where it turns around in and slow motion. Yeah. in slow motion. <laughs> so um, when I was getting uh, his birthday was recent. 
he recently had a birthday and uh, I found that star at Target and I hung it from the ceiling fan. So it looked oh, like nice. he was doing that. Um, <laughs> I love the star. Yeah. I, I thought the star was great. Yeah. Wish the star had a name. I think I think the star needed a name. Could just, have been Wish. The star. Just, I don't know. It just doesn't sound right. The star. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't. It didn't, it didn't sound yeah. right to me. That sounded like, like a, for in the committee, they were like, yeah. What's the name of the star? We'll put a pin in that and come yeah. back to it. We'll put that in the parking lot and come yeah. back later. And then they never came back to it in the parking lot. What's what? the chair's name? Chair? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but, but it would have been weird if I stopped it. I'm going to give you a name now. <laughs> would it? Yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, in in a Disney movie? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to call you. What's and, your name? Yeah. I'm going to call you Daryl. Well, <laughs> what if that star's name was Daryl? You tell me that's not cool. <laughs> tell me that's not cool right now. Daryl Star. It would have been a Disney reference if it was a name. Fine. Walt. <laughs> Tall. Twa. Oh, no. Pollyanna. Oh, what? No. Wed. <laughs> For the- Wed. <laughs> uh, so. Anything else about the supporting cast? Uh, I like the seven dwarves. Some of them. The little mm-hmm. grumpy guy was funny. Yeah. I think he had some good one-liners. Mm, I didn't like any of them. I think that was Evan I Peters. think they were really funny when they walked in on the chickens doing the, yeah. the yeah. musical number. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love the awkward moments like that in any sitcom. Don't go in there. Oh, don't go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a giant musical number. Yeah. I mean, that's that was funny. There were some good funny moments in this movie. Yeah. Um, there weren't as many by the goat as there should have been. The goat was funnier in the trailer. The goat has a great name, Valentino. Yeah. My voice is deeper than I yeah, thought. Yeah, some of the goat's jokes fell a little flat. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of bad. Mad. Mad. <laughs> but I like I like that she had like a whole crew, like, and that they helped her. Like they all worked together and to figure out the how you know how to solve the problem at the end. Yeah. And they helped come up with a plan with the they had a musical number of you know let's get down to business musical and you needed enough people in there to have it be a real like army and they stop and then the queen comes in and then she starts singing yeah okay (laughs) the queen was good i like the queen yeah i I, um who else was it you're saying her mom okay so okay i have a question i just remembered this Mm -hmm. so uh, her mom and grandfather they kept calling him something I don't know like Sabina Poopy Poppy I don't know yeah. whatever it was <laughs> I think his name was Sabina okay oh. Sabi Peepaw Sabi maybe Sabi yeah. they yeah. kept yeah so the 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 star like started rowing for him oh thank you <laughs> they got all the way there and then he just turned around <laughs> and started to go like, that was when I go all right this movie has some plot issues <laughs> yeah like, we got to get them back over there but now grandpa 100 year old grandpa why couldn't she row the boat a little bit i'm just, I'm just saying it seems a little rude <laughs> it was a different time well. and how, it was it, how far time. away was that island too like it felt like a long time since she swam back <laughs> oh my gosh when she swam and the, the, oh, the goat the guy was shark and he was like yeah, I'm just practicing for. <laughs> well, no, first he said, "I cannot swim." <laughs> Jump in the water. That was fu- that was probably his funniest yeah. line. Shark? <laughs> no, what? there's not a shark. <laughs> but that's what I would say. <laughs> All right, Magnifico was unambiguously evil. Was he a good villain? And how did you think Chris Pine did in the role? I'm always surprised by Chris Pine's singing voice. <laughs> I He's forgot a really it was good him. singing voice. I honestly forgot it was yeah. him. I, I, I heard about it before but through the movie i was going man who is that again i'll figure it out later yeah i really liked him (laughs) (laughs) i liked how um i don't know there there was like a quality about he was so uh 
conceded. Uh-huh. I guess that's yeah. the right word. Yeah. Um, even before he like turned quote unquote turned evil. Yeah. I mean, he was evil the whole time if he was collecting their wishes. I don't but think he was. I think he was. <laughs> there. So there's a point to be made. Can I have a TO real quick? A what? A, a timeout. Oh, yeah. I have my uh, grievance ready from CNN, uh, CNN headline. Oh. The Leaning Tower could fall. This <laughs> 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 so just. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, time in. Unambi- I, so he is, I think there's an argument to be made. Michael's right. He was taking those wishes the whole time. Whether or not he knew what he was doing was bad doesn't if doesn't matter. He was still doing bad things. And he told uh, Asha like like he was up front with her. Like, what was he getting out of it? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, getting, that's why he was getting power. But he no, he really, wasn't he, getting power from the wishes. Oh, I thought he was getting the power. No, not until he started like eating the wishes. Yeah. Um, he was just keeping them. Literally like I guess to control the town. Like, no, it was to well, it was still gaining power because he was gaining followers. Yeah, it was like well, a cult. Yeah. So, I mean, it is cultural bad. But he wasn't like, I'm taking these wishes and... No, and it wasn't. Like, it, it was definitely a needs of the many type of situation where he was like, I will grant wishes, but I will only grant the wishes that aren't going to have an impact on Rosa's or its people. So, like, that is a, a good reason. Um, he should have told people that probably but the byproduct and not just hoarded yeah. the wishes the byproduct also is he was gaining followers yeah and i guess it does keep the town complacent it does and so like he the way he was, he, was ga- he had power like yeah. political power and the way he was deciding on which wishes to grant like yeah his reason for not granting um her her grandfather's wish mm-hmm. like uh, it makes sense to him as yeah. a ruler of the kingdom no but it's a terrible it's that's what happens when people get power. They just yeah. they get blinded by like their own self interest. But he's also trying to avoid a monkey paw situation. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Can I also say something? I think we're giving the story too much credit here too, because when he turned on a dime, he st- he grew a, a mustache to twirl it <laughs> all of yeah. a sudden, basically, because he turned and he turned quick, like evil, evil, evil. Like, do you remember which part? Like where he actually turned. It might as well have been a Prince Hans moment. Where, uh, what did what did Hans say? Oh, I wish somebody loved you, Anna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wish there, I, I I don't remember it because I don't think it was that bad. I mean, honestly, <laughs> but I'm told it was a bad <laughs> moment by Prince Hans, who was misunderstood. I'm try. Uh, you asked the question. Uh, I don't remember exactly when it happened now because it was. I just don't remember. I'm sorry, but there was a moment where he just turned and I go, oh, what. A, jerk <laughs> oh no he's still go- oh he's opening the box okay yeah now you're just now you're just literally you're green yeah and green is evil yeah green shooting That's out of Maleficent your fingers power. I mean, stop it okay. she's the most evil now you're going into a dungeon he had a lot of uh similarities to maleficent yeah oh and when he pointy made, chin yeah when he made asha sit there and watch yeah him not uh grant her grandfather's wish yeah that that was the first uh, oh you're that no, buddy. Yeah, you're mean. He um, and then the queen knew it then too. I suspect if we watch it again, we'll probably pick up more on his evilness earlier. I mean, we all knew he was gonna be the bad guy. Oh sure, yeah. sure. We, yeah. I I don't know about you guys, but I didn't know really how he was gonna be. Like, I think he starts out like a Gaston type of thing. I thought it'd be a little more subtle, but he, like, he turned real fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I did not like about him was that he was sexually attracted to those wishes. <laughs> yeah. Like he was not 
he was keeping those wishes because he was in love with the wishes and sang a full on love song to the wishes. Like not to the, not any, he wasn't getting anything out of it except for some sort of weird <laughs> gratification <laughs> from all those wishes. Cause that song, like I, when the song was playing and he was singing this song to the wishes, I was like, this could be like a father daughter dance at a wedding was or Asha, a love song. Was at she a in wedding. the room too? She was yeah. in the room. Was, and then she started singing to other wishes. She did. I thought she, there should have been a moment during that song where she goes, all right, man. Yeah. Hey, chill, chill out with the yeah. wishes. Like this cool they made them all dance around kind of weird dude yeah (laughs) Yeah. making me uncomfortable that was the uh that was that was the beginning of the end for me his name is also dumb magnifica magnifico when you say it like that it's better but i think it it, i think it's whether this was intentional or not i think it's another allusion to the disney i can see that i got scar yeah i know captain hook maleficent Maleficent. oh no maleficent is so cool (laughs) evil queen (laughs) well yeah that was literally 100 years ago i I just took it as a i i see your point i do i it yeah but yeah it's a it's a very uh (laughs) specific name love dasha loved her yeah are you gonna go to our meeting right now (laughs) I might. Okay, you should. I should. Get her to sign a star. I will not. Get a star but... and t- get her to sign it. <laughs> if they make one with the mustache, a little star with the mustache on, I You're will buy it. it. Yeah. Or get a star and just draw a mustache. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That was my. That was by far a hundred percent my favorite part of the because he crept along the wall too with his little mustache. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> Uh, all right. What worked and what didn't work about the story? So Will and I were talking about, or we were all talking about this today and Will opened with this movie seemed to be written by AI. And I don't think it was AI. I think it was committee. It was, it was a lot of people had a lot of ideas. They got thrown in and then they were all sanitized. And I think, so like in frozen, was it frozen and little mermaid? And uh, maybe something else. Um, there have been many examples of Disney movies where they've been working on it for like years. And then somebody comes in and goes, this isn't working. Like, yeah. let's start over. Yeah. Somebody probably should have done that here. <laughs> but I, I think, think they had a deadline. <laughs> so I'll preface again by saying I didn't dislike the movie, but I kept thinking throughout Something is not a hundred percent clicking here for me. Yeah. Except Asha as a character. I really liked her. And every time that felt like they were gaining traction on something that I was starting to really like, they would move off from it. Like the gang together. Okay, we're going something here. And then we're gone. We don't see them again for another 20 minutes. And one of them has a turn, you know, yeah. whatever. It's just things just kept seeing to me seeming to me like we have a lot of dangling plot threads that are Half of them are unnecessary, like taking the wish away from her mom, like from her mom and the grandfather doesn't get the wish. There was just a lot going on for such a simple story. Yeah. They and didn't, a simple villain. They, like just meh. They put out a few mystery boxes and never opened them. Like the tapestry 
Like I thought any, there was going to be something there. Any Disney movie you've seen where there's a tapestry, any movie you've seen where there's a tapestry there that's a piece burned missing. or ripped out or whatever, sometime or every single time that piece of tapestry is found and the story is completed and it's like, whoa. Well, did was... anybody else think besides me that was going to be his turn back to good somehow? Like the somebody like the queen will have the missing piece of the tapestry and he remembers his wish or some garbage or something. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't really know. Or I didn't really think long enough like how they would use it. But I, yeah, I thought I thought would he would turn back Maybe. because he wasn't. He didn't. He was corrupted by the the evil magic. Yeah. And I thought, well, as, as easily as he was corrupted and turned, I figured they could turn him back yeah. to try. I thought it was going to be. They're saving it for the sequel. Maybe. Mm. I thought if, it was going to be. If they remember <laughs> what happened to him. That drove him out of whatever, wherever he was. Maybe he was a prince in his old the committee <laughs> life. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then give us an answer for why he wants all these wishes because he we don't know why yeah. he wants the wishes. We have no idea. We don't I think know our why. story we gave or started to work on a few minutes ago is better than what they came up with. Yeah, yeah, I or uh, what they communicated at least. Maybe they yeah, have. Maybe, I, they yeah. maybe we just maybe it was too deep for us. Yeah, and I'm not joking here, but. I, I honestly think this movie could have used like fifteen more minutes. I agree with you. Yeah, like I do. Like it, it was. I don't normally say that. It was like a normal length for a Disney animated movie. It was like ninety minutes or so. Yeah. So, um, it wasn't like it was exceptionally short or anything. But like you said, there was so much story going on, or there's so much happening for a simple story that I think if they had slowed things down at different points yeah. to either explain yeah. or to develop a. a one of the supporting characters more. Yeah. I think that would have, um, I think fit some of these little yeah. issues, I think 15 more minutes and some major editing of like, like I get, it's cute that you did the seven doors, do the seven doors some other way. Two, tops. two, <laughs> maybe three. If they're really good, if they're good, you, you can, and, <laughs> but, and if the guy that's going to turn and turn her in, just goes, no, I'm sorry. That was weak. That was real weak. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like it, even for a Disney movie, that plot line was weak. Yeah. Like I just, nah, you're all right. You just wanted to, okay. All right. Well, people could have died, but whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, fine. I was, say I was corrupted by, he corrupted me by the magic instead yeah. of, you know, uh, I was under the Imperius curse. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, it was also kind of dumb. He was, he was kind of dumb. But, yeah, I I think there is a good movie in there, a really good movie in there somewhere. I think there's a good idea. I think because of how good Asha is, she really did remind me of Anna, and you know you know my feelings about Anna. <laughs> you got enough going there, you could have had something going. Yeah, but it just never. It was like they were stuck in second gear. Yeah, I can see that. It hasn't been their day, their week, their month, or even their <laughs> year. Yeah. The oh, uh, that, it, I think. It's probably like what you said. Like they had a deadline to meet. Yeah, they weren't able because it was the hundred. This was the hundred. Oh, they had to. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. They couldn't Can just we be have like, it? no. They can't just push it to next year. Like yeah. it's November. Yeah, too. By the way, like it's yeah. So yeah. maybe some more time uh, would have like the goat also did not work. He was not as funny as he should have been. He should have been Olaf funny, and he was not. Yeah, yeah. he worked for me, but I agree he could have been do, funnier. Did you, do you know who that voice is? It was Alan Tudyk? Was it? Yeah. Okay. I think uh I think um but for Ariana DeBose, Chris Pine, and uh 
star working their tails <laughs> off. Um, I think we would probably, this would be a unanimous garbage. I don't think it's going to be that this time, but those three pe- those three really, really did a lot of work. That being said, I really like the story. Like, I like the idea of the wishes. I like the idea of like collecting the wishes and that being like the, especially for this movie, this like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundreds movie. That's right there in the name. Well, yeah. But, and then I like the fact that the star happened and that magic in the whole town was like mm-hmm. confused as to what happened. They just knew something happened. I like when he was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> he should have taken credit. He should have taken, taken credit for that. Oh, it was totally me, everyone. Are you happy? Well, that's when he started to get really um, threatened, too, because yeah. he knew someone had magic. But publicly, he should have taken credit for because that also would would help with his turn, right? Like, yeah. oh, he's taking credit for this thing that he clearly didn't do. Exactly. And, he's, and he can also be privately pissed off about it. Because yeah. the queen, he didn't even lie to her about it. No. Which is why I thought he might have a turn back. Because no. he turned so abruptly so bad, I thought there was still good in him. Maybe Vader. in the sequel, I'll come out of the Phantom Zone and he'll it's be back. not going to happen. Michael. <laughs> yeah, there was just there was no character development, I so I don't think he's coming back. Because I agree with you. I think there's a story, a good story in there, and I think there's a great movie in there somewhere. They just didn't get it. Yeah. All right. Next up, the music was co-written by pop singer songwriter Julia Michaels, who Who's I listened that? to. She's she was nominated for some Grammys. But she's. I was nominated for a Grammy last yeah, year. She's one of these like <laughs> cursive singers. The I, I, I've never what? heard that like, uh, in my life. It's it's called cursive. It's the phrasing. It's um, Olivia Rodrigo. I think does I thought we it. were getting rid of cursive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she she does that, and it's very poppy, and it's you know just kind of of the time now. Um. So that's what she does. She her, she has a pop background. Uh, and I think seems to be pretty new. Um, what did you think of the music? So does anybody want to start? Because I hated it. Okay. Well, then <laughs> I hate... Maybe I should start so that we don't end on me just ranting on... Well, I think we should go in order. Bad to great. Hated. Didn't care. Really liked. Yeah. Or at least liked. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I hated it. It sounded to me like, um, again, committee type of music where they were like, all right, we want to get a little bit of Lin-Manuel Miranda in this and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. <clears throat> and so a lot of the songs, um, they seemed like three or four different songs just slammed together and not mashup. Michael said, Oh, it's like a mashup. It's not a mashup. It just sounded like, you know, those, uh, like the, like a, like a cheerleading team where they're doing their cheers and the music just breaks and starts another song and then breaks and starts another song. It was like that. Um, and, and it was, there were different rhythms, uh, and different like motifs and if she if they stayed on one of the motifs for a lot of the songs, like it would have been fine. But then they would just add in this one that was completely out of left field. And I went back and listened to it all again. And it's you can hear it over and over and over again um, where it just doesn't work. It doesn't go together. It's too disjointed 
for one song. And songs are only two and a half minutes these days. So like you don't even have a lot of time to Okay, grandpa. <laughs> well, I was listening to Prince of Egypt and and that the, was 30 years ago. I know. It was a five minute song. And I was like, man, can you wrap this up? Oh no. Oh no, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, if you can't anyway. say what you need to say, three and a half minutes. <laughs> um, so anyway, music was, in my opinion, just terrible, especially for the hundredth hundredth anniversary. It's it's like to me, it was like, um, especially like knowing that this person came from a pop background and not like a theater background. Um, it it would be like letting um, the the person who does the Bond intro song, like in this case, who does the single of the, the movie, you know, the one that's going to play on radio, mm-hmm. the person who does the Bond intro song to score the Bond movie. Gotcha. Right? Like it just doesn't, it didn't work for me. And, um, and you could really tell, I think, when she was putting in exposition and you had mentioned something similar to this. So like in the songs, Michael, yeah, Michael, <laughs> when, when it was like the chorus, the choruses, I think all were pretty good. Um, but then when she moved into the, either the inner monologue or the exposition or, you know, the, the sort of what musical theater does that, it just got really wordy and really like too much. And that's when the rhythms went crazy and the songs just, just flew off the hedge or off the hinges. Um, so I think she could have used some editing. I also think, and this is my final point. Uh, she was, she was given a bad hand because, um, this is the Disney animations hundredth year anniversary. They're billing it as that. It's supposed to connect to all of these iconic movies that you remember. Um, uh, it, it has the feel of a Disney Renaissance type of movie. And I, I feel like they kind of just threw her into the deep end with something that she's not comfortable with. And <clears throat> I, I looked up all of the, the previous movies. Um, uh, the last one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, movies that were like the singy types types of movies. So not like strange worlds and things like that, but um, it was she had to follow princess and the frog, which was Randy Newman. He has a background in this kind of stuff. Uh, Alan Minken did tangled musical theater background. The Lopez's did frozen. Lin-Manuel Miranda did Moana. Lopez's did frozen too. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda did Encanto. And I think they should have gotten, like that's, it's like having, I guess the beach boys follow the Shermans in the next movie. You know what I mean? Like these, those I've never people, heard that sentence before. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what, whoa, <laughs> yeah. the beach like, boys had some good stuff. The Lopez's and Lin-Manuel Miranda and Minkin and maybe Randy Newman all have Tony's like they, it's all theater stuff. Maybe not Randy Newman, but um, I, I feel like they, they did her dirty by having her write this instead of having somebody who has a background in this kind of stuff. So that's what I think. I, I thought it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) I, let me tell you what I liked. I liked the let's get down to business song because it actually, it felt like knowing what I know now. Sure. Yeah. It was a good one. I did. I can keep it very succinct here. 
I didn't like anything that Magnifico sang. I just thought, I, again, there was a lot of talking singing, which I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. And a lot of these just to get exposition out in song. Yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan of in a Disney type musical. But I like the Wish song, uh, especially the hook when they got everybody to sing it together with Asha at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was really nice. The reprise. And it gives that, that it gave me that Disney feeling, mm-hmm. that Disney musical song feeling. So that that's honestly all I got. Yeah. Well, I like the music. I didn't love the music. I loved like certain songs. The only song that didn't really work for me outside of the movie, like listening to the album, was the I'm a Star song, which is the song that all the animals sang. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it worked for me because you see all the animals doing it. They're being silly. They're like, there's stuff happening. But just listening to it as a song, um, it's like the one I skip on the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, there's always some. But I liked all the other songs. They, they all worked for me. Um, I like that they were more poppy than your typical, or at least not typical, but like the so the movies you mentioned that were mm-hmm. all musical theater. This seemed like a choice, kind of like the animation style. It seemed like a yeah. choice to give it a more poppy soundtrack. I assume um, you both have listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just watched it less than 24 hours ago. So I, I have clearly not listened to any of it again. So this is just my initial... I, I, did, I thought nothing of it for the most part, except I didn't... There wasn't anything that really popped out at me. Yeah, that's fair. So... Um, so yeah, I didn't really have um, that big of it. The only thing that I kind of agree with Jason about, as far as like the the um, that there was too much going on in the songs, mm-hmm. uh, and I told him this too. I hate saying this because this is what they said about Mozart back in the day, and I'm not comparing this, <laughs> this to Mozart. Go on, Michael. I'm getting um, I'm getting the social media links ready, like, but they, so I can kill you for. They it. complained that his music had too many notes because it was too like new or whatever yeah and it was such a it was such a stupid criticism at the time but i felt like this movie had too many words in the and a lot of the songs there was there was just and it wasn't like the way like lin-manuel miranda has like a lot of words this was like a lot of words that were i didn't i couldn't follow yeah what was going on and they seemed stuffed in there to try to fit with the melody yeah um because they were trying to get across more information yeah um so I definitely noticed that, but I, I guess I just it didn't bother me the same way. Yeah, the, like a uh, an example that I gave when we were talking about this last night was um, uh, in Moana. Lin Manuel Miranda is very good at changing tempos and changing rhythms. So like in Moana, where it's the da 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 and then it goes back into the old one. I think they tried to do that. They try. It, it, it was almost like they were like, "Give me some Lin Manuel Miranda in this." Um, wish. Are you saying they did that in the committee? Yeah, in the committee. <laughs> I think I, it's very possible. Wish um, that song. Wish uh, does that in like the second verse. I think um, she does this. Try to speed up and and like march the song forward and do that kind of cadence, but it just isn't successful because like you said, there's just so many words that that were crammed in. And I think if you have a musical theater background, you're better at cramming in exposition. So <laughs> it sounds like something and doesn't sound like, Oh, I got to read this page of text. <laughs> it's funny that I, I didn't have, I didn't notice that in that particular song, that song felt more traditional 
yeah. Disney song to me. I think the hook, um, amazing. But I, I noticed it in a couple of the other songs. I don't remember which ones, but, but yeah. Overall, I like the music. <laughs> All right. Ariana DeBose is now Rosa's fairy godmother. What do you think she does with her day now? With her day? Yeah. What's she doing? I don't know. I She, she I can't, like, practically uh, you can't go around just granting everybody. I think she's still just living her life, man. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't think they need a fairy godmother. I think they're good. But she's got that sparkly. I think now. they're going to create a <laughs> democracy. Uh, I, uh, what, what's it called when you have a monarch, but also you have a uh, democracy like Great Britain? A uh, representative, representative monarchy, monarchy, maybe. I think the queen is going to be. I think she she might even uh, renounce the title of queen, possibly. I don't know. I think break that, the wheel. Mm. I think Rosas is on the path to democracy, and I'm here <laughs> for it. Yeah, and I think uh, I think uh, Asha. I really almost just called her Elsa. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the uh, the pause there. I think she may renounce the title. I don't think she wants to do any magic once Star's gone. She's just going to live her life, man. Yeah. She needs to figure out herself and not have a, a title thrust upon her. She's not even 18 yet, yeah, first of all. Don't tell her what she's going to be, Jason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think she's just going to go around granting wishes, but I could see her helping out the community of Rosas. Yeah. A little magic um, here and there. Yeah, as needed, but she has to be careful because she has power power corrupts mm-hmm. so you don't we don't want her to become the villain in the sequel that's not going to happen yeah that would be kind of cool i think we can stop saying that <laughs> though honestly I, it's not doing well no it's not uh, in the box office so it seems unlikely that it's going to because of the and disney movies in general don't get sequels well, like in the quality it, yeah. you got to be a banger yeah. to get a sequel at disney yeah like it's just Frozen already had more traction than uh, uh, Wish has. Yeah. Oh yeah. At the time. So. Um. All right. And finally, best thing ever. Garbage. I'm I'm going best thing ever because I walked out of the movie going that was cute that was nice I liked that that was worth my two hours like I'd had a bad week at work <laughs> and I enjoyed the, the fun little Disney movie. So best thing ever. Okay. Michael? Yeah, it was best thing ever for me. It wasn't my favorite. I've liked the last four or five Disney movies more. Um, and honestly, I wanted to like this one more than I ended up liking it. Like, I wanted to love it. Like, yeah. I was so excited for it based on the trailers and everything that was coming about out about it. The star, merchandise. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like what Will said. There was something during the movie I realized I wasn't enjoying it as much yeah. as... I mean, I... I Still can't really, without seeing it again, pinpoint what it was. But it's still best thing ever for me. Like, it's not... I mean, I, I don't really like the garbage versus best thing ever thing anymore. Tell that to Tarzan, <laughs> you hater. No, that was a Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. then. Well, I, I haven't seen Tarzan. Some things are obviously garbage, but... like oh, I'm not saying Hercules. Oh, I'm not saying oh, Hercules oh, is garbage. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. Michael got controversial. <laughs> I was like, it's almost was, 10 o'clock. This was best thing ever to to me, because it was way more than 50% good. Yeah. So it's on the the positive side. There was more in the movie that I liked than I didn't like. Yeah. Mine is, uh, I think this may be my first garbage of a, like... Of a new movie? Of a new movie. Um, 
Like obviously the classics we've given multiple garbages, but sadly, this at was, some point we're going to need to do statistics. Yeah, this was uh, this was garbage to me. I didn't like it. I don't ever need to see it again, unfortunately. Um, and I don't think <laughs> the stars little mustache. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the people who aren't going to the theaters and they're just waiting for it on Disney Plus. That's fine. I I would I would agree with that part. Yeah. I don't think if you're not this is not worth a oh my god, I have to go yeah. see this. If you're not, I would not I, I'll be honest, I would not have gone to see this if we weren't podcasting about it. Yeah, if you don't have a ticket a movie ticket subscription, I don't know that I would spend twenty dollars on it. Unless you're a Disney fan. Unless you're a Disney fan. All right. Well yeah. Look, and take the kids. It's still it's a fun little movie. Yeah. It's fine. Also, if you care, it was filmed in scope, which most Disney movies aren't. So it's super widescreen. Is that where they have the uh, the multiplane camera? <laughs> Did you was this the first movie to use CGI? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first movie to use CGI to look like 2D. No, no, probably not. It was the first movie to use CGI in a 100th anniversary Disney film. The first... I did notice multiplane camera shots yeah, <laughs> that I weren't with the multiplane camera, obviously. It was the first movie that used CGI to make 3D characters kind of look 2D. May I? This movie was multi-plane. P-L-A-I-N. <laughs> All right. If you, what did you think? Tell us what you thought about uh, Wish by emailing us at infoftuppodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram, threads, and Reddit at slash TFP Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We have some pretty awesome t-shirts at shop.tfppodcast.com. And we have some exclusive Patreon-only content that's available to you if you support the show on patreon.com slash TFP Podcast. That's all I got. Anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. You know what? If that's the only reason I get to get the best thing ever from me, then I'm fine with that. The little mustache. The little mustache. And he walked next to the wall. <laughs> and he walked sound. instead of floating, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. She should have that big hat. Yeah. Titanic Rose hat. had a big hat. <laughs> hat boxes. It's a big hat. But Blossom does. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I should go in the hot dog channel channel too. Oh, apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do a separate corn dog channel. (laughs) I'll just rename it to hot dog and corn dog channel. No, I don't want to tell you what to do with your money. Uh, That's your your business. Well, it might be on Disney Plus when they're listening. Well, sure. Then, hey, go watch it. Yeah. What else do you do? Or eat that hot dog with a pickle. Don't do. I'm going to try it. Those are your two options. We're going to need to dive back into that at some point again. I, the extra. Yeah. <laughs>